0: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome. I'm your host, Ariane. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach, and you're currently listening to the 33rd 33rd episode of the Neptunian Serenity Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be doing a tarot reading, especially for the sign of Virgo, sun, moon, rising. And the theme of this reading will be devotion. So welcome, my beautiful Virgo babies. How are you? I hope you're well. Thank you for being here. I hope you're as excited for this reading as I am. So... This is the reading for you this month, Virgos. This is your devotion reading. So if you don't know how we do things over here on the Neptunian Serenity Podcast, I do a series of readings every single month. I make 12 episodes with a reading within that episode, each for um, all of the zodiac signs, right? A different zodiac sign, Aries through Pisces. And every month, we have a different theme. So this month, the theme is devotion. Last month, we did um, authenticity readings. The month before that, we did messages from your ancestors. And if you're wondering whether those themes are just picked randomly or intuitively, well, partly intuitively, yes, but they're not random, because I always pick something that is a theme connected to the zodiac season that we're currently in, whilst i'm recording the episode because obviously you know you can you may find this episode anytime and trust that the moment it finds you is when you need to hear the message but while we while i'm recording right now it is capricorn season and this is the theme that i am choosing in honor of capricorn season and this is your devotion reading so why devotion well devotion at first i had kind of thought of commitment because that's also a very capricorn theme but devotion just kind of jumped at me. I kept seeing that word everywhere a couple of days before I started recording the series with Aries and it just felt more aligned cuz commitment can be I don't know, there's just a certain nuance to devotion like yes, they can be synonyms, but obviously like they're not they don't mean exactly the same thing because it's pretty rare like linguistically speaking to like have synonyms that mean exactly the same thing and don't have different nuances cuz most of the time Like, we wouldn't have two different words for it if there was no difference in the meanings. Anyway, (laughs) devotion has a certain added quality, added nuance to it that uh, I felt was lacking from commitment and that I felt was more interesting to explore in these uh, readings. So that's what I'm doing uh, this month. Uh, You can check out your readings from the previous series if you're interested and make sure to follow the podcast if you like this reading if you like the way that I read to um, find out what are going to be the next series and so you can listen to your readings as I said in the beginning this is for sun moon rising so feel free to listen to your other signs as well if you feel like this one if you want to add up to this one or you feel like maybe you feel this one doesn't resonate that much then yeah maybe one of your other signs will resonate more Anyway, so here's what you can expect from this uh reading, okay, so devotion reading I'm just kind of when I pull the first cards, I'm just kind of asked like a very general question to spirit about you and your devotion, so spirit might come through and want to address like how you view devotion, how you use devotion, who or what you're devoting yourself to, what devotion means to you, or are those things aligned? Do they need kind of a tweaking a little bit? um or you you know if you have dreams and aspirations are you devoting yourself enough to them to achieve them are you devoting yourself too much and sacrificing yourself are you just not devoting yourself exactly in the way that's going to be helpful for you and spirit wants to kind of redirect you um yeah that's kind of what might come through but obviously that's a very broad uh subject and that's very much on purpose because i do I do 12 readings with this theme, and each reading is almost an hour long, so I never want something to, that's too precise because I want very different messages different messages for different people. Okay, so I don't know what's gonna come through either. I don't record these intros after the reading, I record them before, so I'm just I'm going in just as blind as you, but I'm sure we're gonna have a lot of fun and let's just get into it right now. <laughs> everyone so here's how we're going to proceed for your reading um oh i only pre-pulled one card i usually do more hmm does that mean i forgot or does that mean i'm just not meant to pre-pull more that's always a question isn't it let's pre-pull more i mean i guess it's not pre-pull but let's pull more right now i usually pre-pull more cards um well, at least that's what I've been doing in this series, but the first few cards I pull, I don't want to look at them. I want to keep them for the end. So, okay, let's pull like card of cards of advice for this from the stack. What does Virgo need to know? What's an important message for Virgo? Okay, I'm not looking. Um, let's pull four cards. That's another one Okay. I'm not sure why. Like that never happens to me for getting to pre-shuffle some cards or there's really something in this reading. Okay, we have four. There you go. There's really something in this reading about breaking routines or something being different. And that's interesting, especially knowing that Virgo is very much the sign linked to routines, obviously that doesn't mean that every single person with Virgo placements is very much um, stuck and, you know, stick to routines a lot and very much, you know, to the point with that, but um it can happen, and that's interesting symbolism to me, there's definitely something about the energy being a bit like all over the place, so I don't know if that's how you've been feeling recently, In your life maybe you feel like before I don't before what I don't know but before things were very calm it was always the same thing things were always chill because you expected certain things to happen and that felt safe that felt good and I'm sorry now I'm just closing my curtain sorry about that just by the time I got everything set up Now it is dark outside. And actually I need to close another one. So I'm sorry, please bear with me. Um, But see, this is like, there's so many disturbances in your reading already, like I feel so disorganized and all over the place. And at the same time, I don't feel called to restart the reading to remove all of that. I feel like that's very much part of your story here or your energy for some reason. Um, I don't know. Maybe when you started rec- like listening to this um, episode, you you were also like, "Oh, there's a bunch of things I was doing, or there's a bun- there's this thing I forgot to do, or there's this thing I forgot to check, or whatever." Um, maybe you're just feeling very forgetful recently. Yeah, I think you feel a bit all over the place, and. You know, that happens, we're humans, but if there's one sign that doesn't like to feel all over the place, it's definitely Virgo. Um, (laughs) So I feel like you're very much out of your comfort zone, out out of your, I wanted to say out of your comfort space for some reason. Um, Maybe you are away from home, maybe you've been moving. Um, Yeah, maybe you are out of like the space you're usually in and that's also very much disturbs you a lot. Okay, that's interesting. Um, But okay, so that was, you know, we technically didn't get into any cards, but that was kind of already part of the reading. Um, (laughs) But for the actual cards, also just a little PSA before we get into any cards. If you want to see your cards, because I know that's like the only con of listening to a tarot reading instead of watching one um you can do so because after i do a reading i take a video of this spread on my phone and then eventually you know sometimes it takes up to a few days after the episode goes live bear with me please i will post it on my instagram i usually make it into a reel i also so you can check through my reels but i can, i'll also put it in like the uh highlight on my profile called podcast so just look into it if you can't find it you know just dm me i'll probably find it and send it to you um but yes, so and I suggest that you check that out at the end of the reading because it's fun to discover, and be surprised at the same time as me when the cards come through, right? Um. Yeah. So that was just a little PSA. We're already five minutes, and that's crazy. Um. You <laughs> see, that's another thing that's like I keep I keep being like oh like things are not like usual like oh my god it's been so like. I keep noticing these things are being almost anxious about these things but it's like it doesn't matter <laughs> um and if you've been worrying about those things in your own life maybe there are you know I'm not saying like those don't matter but in this reading like it doesn't matter that I'm taking five minutes before we get into the car because it's happening the way it's meant to happen and like as I said like that bit when I was talking even closing my freaking curtains like that was already part of the reading because that energy has something to do with you somehow I don't know how just yet but if I really just felt like, oh that's I just I just forgot to do that. Let me like restart. Like I would have you know, I was only two minutes in, I would have just like stopped the recording, delete that part, and then start over again. But then I was like, no, I don't feel called to do that. I feel called to like embrace the chaos. So maybe that's what your reading is gonna be about, embracing the chaos within your life right now. Because you need to know that you can you know you can feel safe without feeling in control. Hmm, that is a very big theme for the sign of Virgo. And did you know, and mm, I don't remember, I know that that's true, but I don't remember where I heard this, but, um, so unfortunately I can't give you a great source with that. Um, it's probably a mythology thing, but I had heard it was a story, probably not like, you know, It probably has nothing to do with astronomy, you know me I don't fucking talk about astronomy I talk about astrology thank you very much different things um I respect astronomers if they respect me too thank you um (laughs) we do different work different fields different disciplines it's fine Uh, with different goals anyway um I had heard a story about how um Virgo and Scorpio used to be the same sign like a very long time ago or the same constellation they used to be the same archetype and that eventually they got sliced in half by Libra who you know and if there's a sign that would of course that would be Libra because Libra is about duality it's the scales that kind of thing right um so Virgo and Scorpio yes they do have similarities and a lot of their similarities are about how both of them are a lot about control and you know, control is not something to be demonized, but it is something that people who have prominent Virgo and Scorpio placements in their, in their natal chart they have a lot of lessons to learn about control in their life, typically, um, and that's why they're born with those placements. And you know virgo and scorpio as archetypes i'm not saying as people as archetypes that shows up many different ways in people and as human beings you are more complex than one or two signs and you always have free will right okay let's get that out of the way um but as archetypes virgo and scorpio are both a lot about control but they go about it very different ways because Virgo is an earth sign, so it's very much about the concrete day-to-day things, tangible concrete elements of life, uh, including work, including including finances, including the home, including routines, like the actions that we take outwardly that can be seen, right? Very tangible, as we said, whilst Scorpio is uh, a water sign about uh feelings emotions sensations intuition um you know all the intangible immaterial things and so when we talk about scorpio a lot of people kind of know that control power sometimes manipulation and its shadow uh, aspect can be associated to the archetype of scorpio um but we don't talk about it as much when it comes to virgo i feel like um And that is also very, very present. And the thing that both Scorpio and Virgo need to learn is that they can be safe without having the need to control everything. That's what it is. Because they both do that to feel grounded, to feel safe, right? Scorpio uh, will control their emotions, control other people's emotions, control relationships, that kind of thing, control... Um, material things, so that people don't hurt them, people don't see how sensitive they are, how big of a heart they have, because if they did, they would hurt them, right, that's like a shadow, a shadow Scorpio um, manifestation of that sign, whilst with Virgo, Virgo thinks, if I control everything outside of myself, I will feel in control, and I will feel grounded, and therefore, I will feel peaceful and that wheel in my brain will stop turning all the freaking time in a way that makes me anxious or just makes me restless or um yeah because Virgo is a mutable sign like Virgo is not a sign that's like calm it's not a sign that's necessarily peaceful you know the archetype of, of Virgo we sometimes see people who can be quite neurotic, or all over the place, or quite chaotic, where, um, although sometimes it's more internally, and they don't like to show that externally, right, it's almost like two different extremes, yes, Virgo and Scorpio, both those signs can, are about extremes as well, um, Virgo sometimes will control everything that they can control, like, their home, right, everything is set up perfectly, like, you know, think Mary Kondo kind of thing, that's a very Virgo thing to do, I don't know if she has Scorpio, uh, Virgo placements, sorry, I've never looked at her chart, but she probably does, um, <laughs> Virgo energy, and then, like, controlling how everything looks in your home, you, that you're on top of your chores, and your routines, you're doing all your routines, like, your health, um, you know, a lot of Virgos are very into fitness, uh, routines, and, and, and plans, and diet plans, that kind of thing, um, and then at work, being very on top of everything that everyone is doing, on top of the tasks that you're being asked to do. Um, you know, all those types of stuff. Like, you know, controlling the things that I can control to an extreme degree so that it feels like it can compensate for the things that I feel are out of control and, makes me, and make me feel unsafe. A big le- life lesson for you, Virgo, is to learn to sit in chaos, And just let it happen. While knowing it's okay, it's okay to be in chaos. It's okay to feel chaotic. Doesn't mean that you're not safe. Doesn't mean that you won't be okay. Doesn't mean that you'll lose control forever. Because as human beings, we have control with, with, over our lives and at the same time we don't. Right? That's like the rule of the... We are co-creators with the universe. They are, we have free will. And at the same time, there are many things that we don't control. And we have to kind of operate, deal, and accept that, operate within that reality, accept that that's the truth. And it's a weird duality to be in, sure, but it's when we have to deal with our entire life. So we do it the best that we can. But sometimes we kind, you know, sometimes we go into extremes because it's hard for us to deal with the duality. So sometimes we will kind of, you know, there you will see people who believe in destiny in, in the sense that they think when someone is born, their entire life is pre-written. There's nothing you can do to change it. That is so fucking disempowering. That is so unhealthy. Okay, I'm sorry, but that is so unhealthy. That is so disempowering. And that's also just a really great way to, you know, accountability is about power. So if you think you have no power over your life, when you, when you do something that hurts somebody, which you will inevitably do because we are human beings, we always do that, at least once, but many times typically, then you will not take or take responsibility for it because you're like I didn't, I you know I didn't control the fact that I did that, that was out of my control, that was out of my power. I don't have you know like how can you think that you have the power to like insult someone, hurt someone, oppress someone? Discriminate someone if you don't see yourself as having any power over your life. You won't recognize that, but then, like, that's messed up, that's not okay. And then you see other people who desperately want to feel like they're always in control, the other extreme, they're always in control, they're extremely powerful. But even if they may accumulate control and power in the external world, externally, right? Sometimes you even see this in people who um, uh, climb the social status ladder, who have a lot of money, who have everything on the outside, seem that they have a perfect life, right? It's very much a performance to hide their sense of, of unworthiness deep within themselves. And they hope that if they do things the way society told them to, if they are successful, the way society tells them what success looks like, they will feel happy, Or they'll at least look happy enough that they will fool everyone else and that will be enough. And it's not. It's never enough. Because they never feel fulfilled, they never feel safe, they never feel grounded. Okay. Oh my gosh. See? Like, once again, doing things differently. I talked for like 10 minutes. That was pretty much all channeled for like 10 minutes, like without looking at any cards, I never do that, but that's how it was meant to happen, so I didn't formalize myself with that, I was just like, okay, let's just go for it, without having any idea when I was going to pull some cards or whatever, and I was like, okay, (laughs) but I never do that, I usually get into the cards like right away, So again, something else that was unique and different. And at the same time, you see how I allowed myself to just go with the flow. That's what it is. When you have so much control, you don't allow yourself to go with the flow. And that can be quite harmful. And that is how you can learn from your opposite sign Pisces, who goes with the flow very, very much. Opposite signs on the zodiac wheel can always learn a lot from each other. Mm Mm-hmm. If they allow themselves to look at each other as allies instead of enemies or opponents. <laughs> okay, so this card... Let's start with your first card that I actually pulled. So that's the card I pulled before I started recording. <laughs> the one that was done correctly. Not correctly, but normally. Um, this is a crystal card, okay? Okay. This is from the this is from the Mystic Mondays Crystal Grid Oracle. I don't even know if it's Oracle, but it's a it's an Oracle deck. I said it, okay? But you can find it if you just Google Crystal Grid of uh, Mystic Monday's Crystal Grid. Whatever. So it is a crystal card. There's a crystal on it. Um it is like white. Okay, like I'm not gonna try to like describe it too much. I don't know what crystal it is, because I'm not an expert on crystals. But you have that crystal. As I said, if you want to see it, go look at your cards on my Instagram site and stretch it at the end of the reading. We're going to... I don't know what it is because I also didn't look at the back of the cards. That's also why I mentioned that. We're going to look at the back of the card together. There's the name of the crystal on it. There's a message about the crystal. So that was the card that I meant... Intended to like start the reading with. But I mean... We're definitely in the reading already, but that's fine. Okay. I did... Um... (laughs) Now I feel silly being like, I don't know what crystal this is because <laughs> obviously I do. Um, I did um suspect that it was quartz because that's what it is. But I wasn't 100% sure. Some, you know, there's a lot of crystals in the Um, So, okay, whatever. Quartz. Some keywords are growth, alignment, and cleanse. And interestingly... The astrological correspondences, I don't know how those are picked or decided upon, but it says all signs. Interesting. And then sun, moon. Okay. Let's read the message. Containing all the colors of the spectrum, quartz is considered to be a high vibrational crystal with many metaphysical powers. A conduit of energy, quartz generates electromagnetic energy and dispels electricity electricity absorbing storing releasing and regulating positive or negative energy quartz is highly personal and works with your energy field one-on-one attuning to it according to your needs quartz is easily programmable allowing you to set your intentions so that the stone works in your favor set your intentions wisely okay That's not telling me much in terms of, like, what that means for you. So let's just actually pull some tarot. And tarot? Why did I say it like that? Some tarot? And um, I want to know what the hell this has to do with devotion. There you go. Self-sabotage? I just... Sorry, I just pulled... Oh, uh, no, that's not the card I thought it was. Oh. Illusions. Okay. Sorry. Um, let me pull the cards before I say anything else. So what does this have to do with devotion spirit? Like, why do you want Virgo to find this reading and find this message now? So many cards in reversals. Okay. Anything else? Yeah. Okay. You have the Empress in reverse at the bottom of the deck. I'm using I'm oh interesting, I'm using the two decks from the same company. So they have a little bit of a similar aesthetic. I didn't realize that. So this is the must the oh okay. Can I freaking speak? This is the Mystic Mondays tarot. There you go. So you have the Seven of Pentacles in reverse, clarified by the Hermit in reverse. You have the Princess of Pentacles in reverse, clarified by the Devil in reverse. You have the Magician in reverse, clarified by the Seven of Wands. Upright, that's right. You have Judgment, clarified by the Three of Cups. Okay, so your only three upright cards here are Judgment, Three of Cups, and Seven of Wands. Which is interesting isn't it? So, are you being called to... I'm hearing step up and lead, but that's because I have a card in one of my decks that says that. I don't know, maybe that's relevant, but... um, Are you being called to finally stand up to someone who's been treating you like shit? <laughs> There's something happening here. And when I said self-sabotage at the very beginning, because I had pulled the first card that came out was Seven of Pentacles in reverse... When I looked at it quickly, I don't know why my mind thought it was the Knight of Pentacles. And upright, that's a card that's a lot about like success, right? And that was in reverse. So I was wondering if there was any like self-sabotaging like behavior from you, or that's why Spirit wanted to talk to you about this. Okay. I'm struggling to understand how this ties into what I said before. I don't know if it has to, I don't know if it should, I don't know if, maybe that was just, maybe what I've been saying before I pulled the cards was just like, for you to know, like that's going to be useful to you and that has nothing to do with this story here, so maybe I should kind of not really think about it anymore and look at this with fresh eyes, um, okay there's definitely something about a climax arriving, okay, there's something about, like, something that's been brewing over for some time, and then finally, like, it comes to a head, or finally, like, there's no escaping this, and it could be some form of, some sort of confrontation, it could be some sort of battle, or fight, or, um, argument, or just something that needs to be said, something that needs to be done, some things that need to be told, um, it could be a legal battle, it could be, like, you know, some form of, like, it could be, like, a friend group in which resentment has been building between two people, and, um, there's been fakeness, or just avoidance of actually addressing the problem head on, and now it just comes on, comes out, comes, can we speak comes to the light, it comes to light, there you go, and there's no avoiding it anymore, because it's there in plain sight, yes, there's definitely something about, like, there's something that's been brewing over in the background, that certainly comes to light, and can't be ignored or avoided anymore, that's definitely what I see with judgment here, with all those other cards in reverse, and then judgment upright, And I said friendship, because I we have the three of cups here, so this could definitely be one of your relationships, either friendship or else. Um, There's definitely something here about emotions, maybe emotions that haven't been expressed, emotions that have been withheld, maybe on both sides, if this is about, like, you... I was gonna say against another person. See how much, like, the imagery of battle or fighting is coming through? It's because of this freaking seven of wands card. Um... Is there definitely something about holding your own here? For some of you, this is like a legal battle. Didn't did I say that already? I forgot. I don't know. Um, this for some of you, this is about like a legal battle. For some of you, this is about like, um, I'm hearing scholarship. So, oh, okay, maybe you have to convince someone to give you a scholarship or, um, I don't think it's no. I don't think it's like a raise or something like that. No, um. For some of you maybe you like something unethical happened somewhere and you like reported it to some to like some kind of organization or institution that's supposed to take care of those things and for some time it was like um like there was a waiting time before you could like actually address it or they would look at it and you didn't know when that was going to happen and the time is now or it's coming very very soon I know that's vague but if that applies to you then you would know what that what that is um that was kind of vague because I'm not sure how that would happen but that's not my job to know. Um it's just my job to try to translate what I see. Okay. This is so interesting. And you know what another thing Okay, I have two decks in front of me that um we don't have cards out on the on the table yet but so i'm they're just the back of the cards and both decks have sons on the back of the cards which is very interesting um that could just be because you're virgo sons or something about like you know with the seven of wands this isn't just about you defending yourself this is about you affirming and asserting yourself this is about you saying who you are so Maybe this is about you coming out and saying to someone who you are, I mean, yeah, coming out can be taken in like a LGBTQ thing. Coming out can be a lot of different things. Um, Yeah, I said holding your own. There's something about maybe you kind of identify as a non-confrontational person you've been learning. How to become somewhat confrontational because you know it's not healthy for people to be completely non-confrontational. We are born with a power of anger and a power to assert ourselves, and that is because it is useful to us. It is sacred wisdom. Um so maybe you've been guided to speak your truth about something that you've been silent about for too long. Um and the the two sons at the back of the decks I mentioned that also speaks of something coming to light and you know when I was thinking about you know astrologically speaking that's what the sun does it illuminates whatever it is touching and so I I think I see that yeah I see that this could be some kind of sun transit so if you look at your chart and where the sun is at the moment um i'm recording this right now the sun is like within the last few degrees of capricorn making a uh conjunction that is getting tighter with pluto which is a pretty um critical time actually in terms of sun transits right this only happens once a year it's a pretty strong transit um and whatever the sun touches it comes to light as i said so For example, with Pluto, uh, as I'm record as I'm recording this, which is probably not going to be relevant um, for you unless you're listening like right when I publish it or in a year or whatever, you need to check. But um, Pluto is about our deepest shadow. It's our more some. Sub- it's our most. It's our deepest subconscious. It speaks of our desires or impulses, or or trauma. the way that we're able to transform, or survival instinct, those kinds of things, the sexuality within us that we repress, many, many different things, but those are some of the things Pluto is about. So when the sun is transiting over Pluto, making a conjunction to Pluto, those are the themes that come up to the surface, that come to light, and this is why a sun-pluto transit is a pretty be pretty difficult or pretty challenging or pretty disorienting because pluto is like like you know it's like the planet at like the very deep end of the ocean it's not the planet that usually comes to light those things we usually bury deep within so when we have this kind of transit naturally with the energy some things that we wish to hide come to light or some things that we usually bury within our shadow or within our subconscious come to light that can be uncomfortable um So that is an example of how the sun works in terms of transits. So there could be something, I think, I feel this means something to you. So either there's a, you can look at like the chart for right now when you're listening to see if where the sun is, what it's doing, if it's, you know, crossing over any planets, but you also need to know to look at your natal chart. So look at your natal chart and then add transits on top of it to see where the sun is in relationship to your natal chart so maybe like you listen to this like three months from now or six months from now whatever and the sun is in conjunct to pluto like both in the sky right now like the transit and sun and then transiting pluto but the sun is conjunct your natal pluto or your natal saturn or your natal mars or some there's something going on here about that um about sun transit so look into that um if you don't really understand what that means how to look up lo- how to look it up you can always contact me it'll be my pleasure to help you um but yeah interesting um and you know what another thing that's very interesting is that I actually pulled out, like, some decks that are sometimes used to communicate with people who have passed on. Like, I I was surprised myself, but I felt guided to pull out those decks. So I was wondering if something like that was going to happen. It happens every once in a while. I've done it before in my readings, either one-on-one or, like, public, like, collective ones. So I'm wondering if someone wants to talk to you. Someone that you've known, like, because I'm still, like, we, you know, we have assessed the situation, situation that we're in, but we haven't fully assessed, at least not to me, maybe that's, maybe I'm not, meant, you know, sometimes I'm not meant to understand everything because it's your reading, that's okay, but um, we still haven't fully assessed why you need to hear this message today, so that's what I'm curious about here um and i pulled two more cards from the tarot and i got the seven of swords in reverse and the lovers and at the bottom of the deck the hierophant in reverse so i'm wondering is there someone that you used to be in love with or are still in love with that you couldn't or didn't marry um that could be relevant if you already know who i'm talking about this person could be coming through or have something to tell you about this with the seven of swords in reverse um you know what? Obviously, I know what this card means, but I feel so called to read from the booklet about this card. So there must be something in there that I wouldn't normally say. And, okay, there you go. I was, I was worrying that in the, in the deck, in the booklet, sorry, there weren't other interpretations for reverse cards where there are. Okay, let's see. Escape, Clear and Conscious, Reveal. Tired of keeping secrets, you want to show everyone your most authentic self. Face to face with old beliefs and patterns, you have now built enough courage to embrace radical honesty. Lying and sneaking around were weighing you down and lowering your vibration. If you are thinking of making a dishonest decision, the seven of swords reversed is a sign that you will for sure get caught and will pay the price. You are tired of keeping up with any charades and are retiring from the role that you were playing. Deceptive ways are behind you and you'd much rather live in truth and clarity. You're willing to put in the hard work to build up new healthy patterns that will support and sustain you in pursuing your goals and dreams. The truth will set you free. Oh my God. (laughs) What did I say? What did I say? I'm so glad we read from the book because that's not the typical interpretation I give to this card. Um. Wow. wow, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about, I mean, it's about the truth. It's about being honest. and I mean, the seven of wands, th- I talked about that. Like, finally showing who you are, saying who you are. I literally said that. And with the whole lying, yeah, that could be it. Maybe you were lying. Maybe you were hiding things. And, you know, I'm not like, you know, maybe you were lying for a good reason. Or maybe you were just, you know uh, protecting yourself, whether you're, you know, whether you're lying for a good or a bad reason, it's not my role to judge you right now, that's not really my point, you know, even if I was cat, like, you know, getting intuitively that you had done something that was really, really harmful and really bad, I wouldn't, in the middle of reading, just be like, you're a bad person, fuck you, or, you know, like, that wouldn't be helpful, you know, <laughs> that wouldn't be helpful, like, if you, because, <sighs> My philosophy is that even the people who do the most terrible, harmful, unethical things have reasons for the things that they do. They're often bad reasons. They're often distorted reasons. And they're never excuses. But there's reasons. And I'm always curious to know what was that reason. Because when we get to the core... Uh, baseline of how this bad thing even happened, then hopefully we can help this person heal and make sure that it never happens again. So, okay. So I, you know, that was a disclaimer. I have no personal interest in figuring out whether you're a good or a bad person. I don't really care. Um, You know, you are worthy of receiving this guidance and I hope that it helps you. And if you know you did something wrong, if you know that you need to kind of uh, repent yourself, or, I mean, sorry, that sounded so religious, oh, that, <laughs> didn't mean it that way, but, um, if you know you need to kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, you know, hold yourself accountable, heal from that, um, forgive yourself and do reparations, then, you know, you need to do that, and hopefully my reading will help you do that, okay? But I have no interest in policing you or blaming you or being angry at you or cursing you out. So I'm not going to do that. Okay. So don't be afraid to be seen in this reading, okay? Even if you feel, cause you may you may feel like you're a terrible person and therefore you're not worthy of anything or yeah, maybe you were someone who was very disconnected from your from their heart space and you did some. ...very terrible or just very hurtful things... ...that before you didn't realize how hurtful they were... ...or at least you knew deep down... ...but you were able to convince yourself it wasn't that bad... ...or that you were justified in doing those things... ...and you would escape your feelings... ...so as not to feel guilty... ...or as not to feel the pain that you caused... ...and now there's no escape from that... ...and it's hard to wake up from that... ...it's really hard because... ...you know... When you've caused pain, it feels much easier to not feel anything than to feel your feelings. But in the end, it's always so worth it to come back to our heart space, I promise you. And if that's the situation that you're in, I commend you for doing the first few steps to actually try to change and try to see things differently and try to take accountability, even if you're not fully sure how to go about it just yet. Yeah, so, okay, let me take this this deck now. I'm wondering, is there someone who, in Virgo's life here, who has passed on or not, who would like to say something to them? Oh, interesting. We have this is a deck specifically made for mediumship. We have the card that says children. So children. Do you have children? You probably do if this card came through. Okay. Uh it could be someone who's like not your biological child child, sorry, and but you consider them your child or you raise them like a stepchild or obviously an adopted child or even just, a you know, someone you were in their life when they were a child and you were kind of like a parent to them. Okay, that could be the person coming through. And I don't know if they're alive or have passed on. Because I don't know, sometimes I connect to people. I've connected to people who have passed on before, but I don't know. But if you have multiple children and you have like only one that's passed on, I think it's it's probably them. Okay, but... um. Yeah, maybe your child or children are the people you feel like you've hurt. And that you need to ask forgiveness to. Um, Okay, let's keep going. Who is this person, please? And why are they coming through to talk to Virgo here? Okay. (laughs) We have... You. That's the card. You. Oh, and at the bottom of the deck, we have anger. Okay. Hmm. They need to talk to you about you. Potentially about your anger. Interesting. I want to look in the booklet because I rarely use this deck. So I have no idea what the booklet says. Um. La, 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 la. Hmm. the first thing in the booklet says you think you don't know you think you don't see you think you are not you think you're not capable but that is not true okay there's a message about you knowing the answer deep down within you also says you are a beautiful soul. Mhm. Reconnect to who you are essentially. Hmm. There's also a message in about this card that says that maybe sometimes you think someone oh, okay, oh, hold on. Mm. This is complex. I do think okay, the message in the booklet says that maybe you're thinking that someone else is talking to you but it's your own soul. but actually, I do think someone else is talking to you right now, but I'm sorry. Um, there's something here about you projecting your your fears or insecurities onto your children. And that's why you hurt them when actually you wanted to hurt yourself and you were just externalizing that pain. Okay, um, okay, I feel called to put that deck down for this for now. We might come back to it, we might not. Um, okay, could be something about religion, I don't know okay now I'm pulling some cards that I haven't used this deck in forever I was so surprised when I felt guided to use this one it's actually some homemade cards <laughs> um and I you know I have multiple things on them but the when I created them it was about like a video where I was reading about like who this person is so there's it's about like characteristics of a person there's like uh astrology placements but also just like qualities of a person can have. So can you tell me more about who this person is or well what this behavior is about? like what is this about? So I feel very confused about this reading but well, that's normal because it's different. Yeah I've been yeah I've been talking the whole time about doing things differently from the beginning. I think that you've been very set in your ways for a very, very long time. To the point where the people in your life, I think including your children, thought that it was a hopeless case to ever actually talk to you heart heart to heart. Or to tell you certain things about how they felt. And now you're actually starting to open up. Oh my god. Yeah, I, there is something about religion, isn't it? Isn't there? I swear to god, because we got the ninth house. This is the house of um, religion, amongst other things. Also the house... Oh, I saw that. There's... Oh, hold on. When I was talking to you about the other cards, I opened the the other deck up randomly and I saw the card of education in reverse. And I didn't mention that first, but I was like, oh, interesting. The ninth house is also about higher education. So is there something about you... Either maybe you weren't able to complete your studies. Maybe you didn't study. Maybe you feel insecure because you didn't study. Um, maybe you were not supportive of your child's study or whoever this person is. Maybe you weren't supportive of their studies. Or you weren't supportive of where they study, what they studied. Maybe they are in university right now. Or if they have passed on, they were in university when they passed on. Um, maybe you're considering going back to university. Or college or high school even maybe if you didn't complete that, um, we have fire signs okay, um, yeah I definitely my past is also about beliefs of all kinds you know spiritualities religion it can also be about dogma so I'm wondering if you were very set in your ways in a religious way or some kind of like dogma spirituality that you abided to that was very toxic and very very much about control and manipulation and power and you felt comforted in that because everything was controlled around you that gave you a false sense of safety and you raised your children into that and that caused them a lot of pain and for a long time you never wanted to hear about it maybe for some time you were kind of inaccessible to them um either literally like you wouldn't talk to them or they wouldn't talk to you or more like like metaphorically because they knew they couldn't get to you even if they spoke to you. Okay. I <laughs> didn't want to pull this card because I forgot what it meant. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, hold on. Um, I'm pretty sure that... Let me look it up before... But, The fact that I'm pulling a card that I don't know what it means and I feel uncomfortable, I also feel is symbolic to your reading. I think there's something about education here. So I think this person may have, probably your child has a higher level of education than you. And that triggered you or that scared you. Or it made you feel insecure because you felt they were smarter than you. You felt like they thought they knew everything, which wasn't true. It was just projecting your own insecurity because you didn't get to study as much as them. Or maybe they like were raised religious, but then when they kind of went to college or went into the world, educated themselves on things, they kind of realized that it was a lot of dogma and that wasn't like the only truth or a, a set in truth. Um, Okay, and actually I knew what I was talking about. I didn't get the thing wrong, but I wanted to check. So the card is Cadent Houses. I don't know if that's how you pronounce them, but in astrology, represents the houses right before the angular houses. So that is the third house, the sixth house, the ninth house, there you go, and the twelfth house, um, which are the houses ruled by Gemini, Sagittarius, Virgo, and Pisces, so the mutable signs, which again includes you, um, interesting, interesting. So, what needs to be said here? What needs to be said? Fifth house, again, children, Chiron, and whimsical, okay? So, I think of this person... If your child has passed on, you definitely feel regret, but I want to say to you, like I think most of you, like that's not the case. But just in case, I want to say, like um, you can still communicate with them. by it. obviously it's not the same, but it's not hopeless. It's not not everything is lost. You can still communicate with them. You can still ask for forgiveness. You can still do the inner work, that kind of thing. Okay, so the two cards that we have, well, I said fifth house, yes. So that is the house of children. That is also the house of fun in the house of um, creativity, self-expression. So, and we have that underneath the fire sign, which the fifth house is ruled by Leo, which is a fire sign. So I think this child maybe was kind of, um, was kind of told that they weren't good enough, or that what they, they were taking up too much space, they were too loud, they were too expressive, they were too much. Which can be, I'm sorry about the noise if you're hearing that, that is just someone shoveling the snow outside. Um Yeah, I think this child could have been told that they were too much when actually they were just very expressive. Yeah, if they were if they are look if they were a girl that was also connected to their gender, like make yourself smaller because you're a woman, that kind of thing. Um and then we have Chiron, which I'm not surprised by because Chiron speaks of trauma and deep pain. But it also represents where we experience healing in our life. And then we have a card that is just like a character trait that says whimsical. So maybe this person was very whimsical. That's what it was. This person was very creative, very artistic. And maybe you kind of try to stump that out of them. Um... Okay, this spread, I'm trying to keep it, like, comprehensive when I do these readings because I'm like, oh, I need to record it on my phone afterwards, so it needs to look clean, and you need to look, see all the cards, but I am pulling so many cards, it's getting hard (laughs) to do that, um, so, all right, I need to pull more cards I just keep feeling a sense of like not closure usually when I reach the end of the reading I'm like yes I can feel it I can tell there's a sense of closure there's a sense of like clarity and I'm still not feeling that right now but there's another deck I forgot that I didn't pull out of the box so we're gonna get some um cards from that Maybe from for the picture of the spread at the end, I'm just gonna remove like my homemade cards because those take a lot of space and they're not very pretty. And there's no imagery on them, it's just what I told you. Um, you, know, you know, ninth house, fire signs, cadent houses, fifth house, chiron and whimsical. Um, okay, so let's move them right now so I have space on my table to even pull these new cards. I think, as I said, most of you, this child is still alive, so you still have very much a chance to reconnect and reconcile somehow. Um, I don't think that's impossible, even if you're thinking, you know, maybe you'll never be fully close, Maybe you know, that's possible, but if you're thinking like, oh my god, I hurt them so much, I did so much shit to them, they will never forgive me or they will always hate me, I don't think it's as hopeless as you think, I don't think it's as, like, black or white as you think. Um, Cause this, you know, this is your freaking child. Like they've, you know, it is our nature to crave and seek the guidance and the love of our parents throughout our entire lives. Even though sometimes that makes us upset because we wish that we didn't care, we never stop caring, never fully. Um, I think you know, even if you think they've given up on you, there's always been a little part of them that was hoping you would become better. You would actually show up for them, tell them you love them, accept them as they are, because that's our nature, okay? Okay, so what is, what can Virgo here do better? Maybe one last card, what can Virgo here do better? There you go. So, I have three cards here. The first card says, is called being number 25. Then we have needs, number 37, and the third eye chakra with the affirmation, I see. And then we, li- we literally say when I was... Um, yeah, there's another card earlier when I was looking in the, the booklet that said, you think you don't see, but you do. There's something here about like trusting your intuition. Some of you... Maybe if you come off of like a really big religious dogma kind of situation, you've been kind of wary about things like tarot, which is understandable, and I applaud you for being here. I hope you're enjoying this and this is helping you, and I hope that you feel safe and comfortable within this space. Um... I think that you've been denying your own intuition for so long when actually you have a very strong intuition. You could even have psychic gifts, okay? I think, I believe it's not just like what we're shown in the media, it's like some people are just magical and some be- most people have nothing. No, I think most human beings have some form of psychic gifts, they just kind of don't necessarily know or don't kind of, don't work on them or, or don't like excavate them to like make them come to the light, there you go. Again, coming back to that phrase, so that, you know, they don't really, not exploit them, that's a bad word, but, you know, they don't really tap into their potential. So I think you have a very strong intuition. There's some things that you know, there's some things that you see, maybe. Maybe you see things in your dreams and, or you just have like a very strong gut feeling and you've been gaslighting yourself your entire life because maybe you were in a space where intuition and gut feelings and psychic gifts were just not things that were accessory or things that were seen as legit. You may, you know, even things like certain, like people who are into science very strongly and who are like, I don't believe in anything that hasn't been proven by science. That can be a form of, of dogma in and of itself, right? That can be harmful in and of itself sometimes. Um, maybe you're coming out of that and you need to trust your intuition. With being, there's definitely a need for you to just allow yourself to be. Like you're a human being, not a human doing, Have you ever heard that phrase? (laughs) You are a human being, not a human doing. You know, you are a Virgo and you may kind of seek your validation of your worth through the things that you do for others. And it's time to just allow yourself to live, to breathe, to enjoy life, to just go with the flow, as we said. And as you do that, it's going to be easier for you to accept when other people are just living their life and being, okay? Get into meditation, get into mindfulness, get into just being present. The idea of presence, look into psychosynthesis and the idea of presence. Um, look into you know hobbies that don't have to be monetized or don't have to be things that you do out of like getting the approbation, you know, just something that you do just for fun, not for any other reason or any other goal. And then with needs, I think that you've been uh, denying your own needs for a very very long time, and maybe you've been denying the needs of that this child as well, and that has caused some pain and some issues um, just acknowledge and acknowledge needs, okay, especially if you have a conversation with your child soon if you reach out to them, they might say to you like I." You might say to them, like, I want to be better. I want to talk openly more. They might just say, like, I need this from you or I needed this from you when I was younger. It's okay if this triggers you. If It's okay if you don't really know what to do with that information. It's okay if if you don't know how to provide for that need now or if you don't even know if you can. That's okay, but don't, like, dismiss their need. Don't be like, no, that's not true or you can go without or that's not important. Just be like... I see you, I acknowledge your need, thank you for telling me that, that's important to me, I'm going to think about that, or please be more clear with me about what you expect from me, or I'm not sure how to do that, or I'm sorry I wasn't able to provide for that when you were younger, I hear you, just acknowledge and recognize and validate, that's all you need to do for now, okay? And as you learn to do that with your own needs, it's going to be much, much easier for you to do that to do that with other people's needs as well, Okay? Last but not least, let's reveal your four cards that I pre-folded at the very beginning of the reading. We have, these are from the Oracle of the Radiant Sun. We have two cards in reverse, two cards upright. The two cards upright are Defense, Mars and Taurus. And Achievement, Sun and Capricorn, <laughs> the weight is right now, right? And then in reverse, we have Risk. Saturn in Aries an organization Mercury in Capricorn and I'm wondering if the two cards in reverse are things that you didn't allow yourself to have or to be and two things upright I think the two things upright are the things that you've been striving for all this time I think that you were very on the defensive and very focused on achievements both for yourself and for this child growing up and it's time for you to just to get out of survival mode and just live, right? That's what this being card is about as well. And with organization, it's not just this card because it's this is not Mercury and Virgo, this is Mercury and Capricorn. So this isn't about you, let's say, having your desk organized or your schedule organized. This is about you making long term plans. As you get out of survival mode, you're going to be able to make long-term plans for your life and work on something little by little that's going to be gratifying because you're devoting yourself to it little by little, okay? But overall, this devotion message for you is about devoting yourself to your inner growth, to your accountability, devoting yourself to mending this relationship with your child because I think that it hurts your heart to not have been close to them um, and feeling their pain and feeling, you know, the big separation and dividing between you two, And with Saturn and Aries risk, I think that you've been, you know, we have two earth signs for the upright cards, including defense, Mars and Taurus. I think that you've been, I think you've never really allowed yourself to take risks because the mere idea of something going wrong or something going different was so terrifying. You preferred staying where you were, not moving, even though that might have been not as helpful for you or not the right decision for you. It's time for, you know, Aries is about, being authentic and individuality, things that we've been talking about. So if you've been feeling called to make a move that maybe other people won't understand, or that's a bit scary because, well, that's what we've been talking about this whole time, right? Showing who you are, something coming to a head, holding your own. It's time to take that risk, to have people reject you, to have people misunderstand you, to have people chastise you, if that means being yourself and finding your people truly. Okay, So I'm going to stop your reading here. That's all I got for you today. I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope it was helpful and insightful. If it was, you can let me know by giving the podcast a five stars review. It really helps me out and helps more people find this podcast and these readings if you think they will be helpful to more people. Feel free to listen to your other signs and make sure to follow the podcast if you enjoyed this to get more in the future. Um, if you want to see your cards, go to my Instagram as instructed at the beginning of the video. Uh reading, sorry. <laughs> um, it's not a video. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Subscribe to me on YouTube. I'm at Neptune and Serenity everywhere to get more from me. You can send me a tip as a thank you if you'd like to do that. That's uh, helpful. Thank you. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, we, t- we can do that either on this or something else. I offer many different kinds of services. There's a different link for you to check out below for that. So I'll let you go for now. Please take care of yourself. Sending you so much love. You're worthy of love. You're awesome. And I'll see you next time. Bye.